Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Presson Falsies. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hi. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And this is Sexy Unique Podcast. Talk Sicilian bitches. bitches. Another day. Another day, another episode of Jersey. I just need to get right into this, but um so Cedric Martinez, Lisa Vanderpump's former house guest, mm-hmm. who had like a questionable background. Mm-hmm. Um He's been 
in the wake of like Villa Blanca closing, all the shit coming out, he has been, and then also Brandy returning to Housewives next week. He's like resurfaced. Yeah, of course. Um, of course. What does he is want to do. What else does he have going on? Probably nothing. So he wrote, he posted a video of him coming to Sir on that many seasons ago on Beverly Hills with Brandy as his, as her date. And he posted this caption, or not with Brandy, someone else who looks like her. He wrote, I was such a fool. I should have said the truth right here and then. You invited me, Lisa, and the production. So she invited him to that party and then pretended to be upset and had and confronted him with Pandora. Classic Lisa. Hearing Ken saying the worst possible lies about me to cover his on indiscretions. The gloves are coming off. When they go low, I will kick him in the nuts. He oh. says... <laughs> It is so hurtful. Luckily, you can see all the email confirming that what I have been saying was the truth. Lisa Vanderpump and Co., this time I will take a page from your book. From the reason of Max adoptions to what happened to Pandora, I will expose you. Hashtag truth is coming out. Hashtag disgusting people. Hashtag real housewives of Beverly Hills. I will give you a taste of your own medicine. The difference? I have proof. From where your money comes from, tax evasions. Oh, boy. I I was prepared. I was prepared to forgive you. Ken, do you still frequent the red light district? That's how it ends. Wow. But when did he post this? Six days ago. Has he said anything since then? Oh, yeah. He posted a video of Van Pump on Ellen. I never stood a chance. (laughs) Lisa on the Ellen show spreading lies like years ago. He's posting all these. Um, still at your old tricks, Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> he posted a photo about Villa Blanca closing. Still at your old tricks, Lisa Vanderpump, spinning your failure. However, all the people after you speaking the truth will be a bit harder to dismiss. I was with you at thinner table when you told me bum sex is disgusting. Uh, <laughs> we were wow. having dinner with Steve Stevie Wonder blind. Steve. <laughs> He tags Steve Wonder Blind. That's like not. That's like not, not his. Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I love him being like, "Where's Stevie Wonder's Instagram account? Must be the first one that pops up." Steve Wonder Blind. Whoa, Lisa. He said that he, Lisa called him the word, the the N word, because he was running late. Horrific. I remember everything, Lisa. Deny all you want. Your parents stopped talking to you. Your brother, too. You messed up Denise's marriage. Paul stopped talking to you. Friends for over 25 years. Shame on you. You traded fame for what? Oh, I forgot to add. She mentioned her close friend, Martin, for many years. It's true. He is the sweetest man. He sold her their mansion. And instead of paying his commission in full, Ken and Lisa gave him monthly payments because she didn't want him to spend his money not wisely. The point is he can do whatever. Diana, who was her friend and became mine too, told me that she had to cut ties with me after the whole saga. Why? Because Lisa would buy a lot of stuff for them. Ken and Lisa control their so-called friends through money. Diana, the manageress of Sir. Yeah. Oh my God. This is Um, drama worth living for. Sorry, I'm going to read more posts. No, please. Tell me everything. I'm on the edge of my seat. Of this woman who kind of looks like Camille Grammer. <laughs> mm-hmm. My beautiful friend Allie, who took me in after I left <laughs> Ken and Lisa after living for six months. 
She is gorgeous inside and out. In fact, after a few margaritas, we snogged at the Abbey WeHo. All right. She was so hot, in fact, that Ken constantly hit in her behind Lisa's back. Hashtag cheater. Hashtag liar. Hashtag despicable. <gasps> wow. Despicable. Um. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Tell me. Should I keep going? Yes, please. Another prime example of what famous Hollywood bullshit. I never gave this interview. This should be legal. It's about some interview he gave. How would I know Adrian Maloof had money problems? How would I know Kyle Richards had an alleged alcohol problem? Mm-hmm. I left the show long before that. Um, and he did something about Brandy. What did you say about Brandy? Many of you, if Brandy was my friend, the answer is no. This photo shoot were shot the first day I met her. After a lunch organized by production, however, Brandy changed the location, a very public location. Then all of a sudden, the pops appear everywhere. She had organized them. She kept asking me to touch her, hold her close. I was so embarrassed. Hashtag setup. Hashtag Brandy Glanville. Very smart of her. The idea was to get me back in the show. I got her in, but then she disappeared on me. Hashtag fake Hollywood relationship. Setup. Okay. Well, so what he's I'm become like a full. Cedric has become a full Lisa truther. Oh my god, he's like go. He's. But where going, are the rece- I want receipts like I want the real tea about like tax evasion and all that. I don't care about like his hashtag setups. Yeah. I need like cold hard facts. He's probably oh like, getting threatened with lawsuits right now by Lisa and Ken. Or they like are sending him like a violent message. Damn, his whole page is just now I'm looking. The wow. One of his one of his pictures is with him and Latoya Jackson and Lisa, and he goes, "I still can't believe how nice Latoya Jackson was." <laughs> she seems like a total gem. He said Lisa forced him to wear speedos and like lounge around their pool. Okay. I'm sure. Oh, he's sad. I think he like. Sad. He looks. He's gone gray. He's a little gaunt. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Cedric Martinez, head to his page. It's it's a journey, so just be per- forewarned. But uh, he's become a true Vanderpump truther. I need him to spill all the beans. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. My soul is ready. Ready to go. Ready and raring to go. Ready to go. Um, you still visit the red light district, but the te- the money stuff that's kind of crazy. The money stuff is crazy. That's what I really want to know: is where does the money come from? Also, I believe his claim of like her not being close to her family. I do too, and I think her- that the only reason she's like pulled all that stuff at this moment, like when she talked about her mom, and the be- the nicest thing she could say about her mom is that her mom was in Mensa. I was like, bitch, you don't know your mom. (laughs) She's in Mensa. Wait, she said that? Yeah, remember this season on Vanderpump Rules, like her mom passed away and then she was like, my mother and I. And the most like the photo that they showed of them was from like ages ago, like pre-plastic surgery Vando with her mom. And then she was like, my mother was an amazing woman. She was in Mensa. Like the... 
the IQ thing? Yeah. I was like, uh, okay, and <laughs> go on. <laughs> <laughs> but there is nothing else to say. Say, <laughs> like, come on, come again. And what else? <laughs> I'm listening. Yes. Her- <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for you. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> Whoa. No. I think no. you, I think you uh, forgot to say uh, a few more things about your mom who just passed away. Left this earthly Miss Mortal oh, Coil. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Um, yeah, her she, her reaction, she's like, my mother died. I'm yes, yes. Yeah. We went to the funeral and turns out it wasn't the right day. So we have to go back. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. She missed it. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking sketchy. I was like, you're a sketchball. Also, what's happening with that diarrhea lawsuit? Like, please, God, someone (laughs) update me. I want Cedric to spill the beans on that, too. (laughs) (laughs) No. Carnal, primal, like on all fours just the exorcism of emily rose that took place in mid dining room at sir <laughs> <laughs> what is it the orange chicken the orange fish fish with an orange oh. sauce First Any mistake. judge would be like you brought this on yourself <laughs> suit dismissed it's sir Mm-mm. no no we all know but like i need updates every judge has gotten we we come to find that every single judge in california has gotten <laughs> screaming eagle <laughs> diarrhea the, it's the orange sauce law which is if you get sick after ordering <laughs> fish with orange sauce it sir it is absolutely your fault you will not get you will yeah. not win that lawsuit <laughs> it's orange oh sauce law dear the you orange, don't have a case <laughs> orange sauce the orange sauce orange the sauce slosh. the sauce <laughs> you are you <laughs> did you, they order the roughy with the orange sauce you mean the sauce <laughs> orange <laughs> I Ate the orange sauce. Did they get the orange sauce? The orange sauce. So Villa Blanc's is closed now. R.I.P. But also like, who will, be, who will miss that? Yeah, no one. I ate Literally, their, I ate one. it was. I heard wind chimes. It's just someone like tapped a. Some, there's some, some shenanigans are going down next door. Um, I went there once and the seats were like metal and heavy and felt like the cafeteria at a retirement home, Mm -hmm. like hospital. There were like hospital chairs. Yeah. Last there I went, last time I went there, all the rosé had gone bad and was like, (laughs) it was, it was like kombucha. Like it had gone fizzy and even one glass, like they were opening new bottles because I was like, sorry, this rosé, like something has gone wrong. Like it's fizzy right now. And they were like, oh my God, we're so sorry. We'll open a new bottle. And they opened a new bottle like at the table and poured me a glass. 
And literally what plopped out of the rosé was like, you know, in the kombucha when it has like a mother in it, like that kind of snotty like mass, one of that plopped out. I was like, I think your whole rosé collection has... Did they give you money off? I think so. I was just like, what is happening? Like, how is this? How? It took me right to a place of how. The food was not good. And then every time I've walked by there since, it's been a ghost town. Like, literally no one I went there ever yeah. there. I went there on a Sunday for lunch once, and they there were no people inside, and they sat everyone outside together, like, bunched up together in, like, yeah. one corner. And I was just like, like, my shoulder blade was grazing someone else's shoulder blade. And I was just like, we don't need to be this close. That's Classic. why COVID spread. <laughs> It is COVID ground zero. They will actually like find out years from now that it was not in Shenzhen. It was in the corner of like Brighton and Cannon. Yeah. Or whatever street Villablanca is on. Shenzhen in Wuhan. Wuhan. Yeah. Shenzhen is from Severance. Damn it. My reality is completely warped at this point in the game. Well, we have a special Well, Today's special. I know you'll want to hear it. There's an orange ruffy with a special orange slaws. <laughs> today's, tonight's, tonight we have a fish from the sea. And we put an orange sauce on it. We graze it, drizzle it on the, the fish. You just sort of watch it cascade down the fish and you're supposed to eat it right then and there. Meet it fast. Generally, you better eat. Tell them to eat it within two minutes. Tell them to eat it. The table. It'll, it'll let, turn. It's a fast fish. Don't let it turn. <laughs> it might get away. Take a taxi or back all the way to the sea. But you have to get it, and within, I'll put a little watch down. You better eat it up, and within two minutes, or it's something well, terrible. Something horrible will happen. It's, you, I want to bring out the little orange sauce and a little glass of wine. You just drizzle it on the fish. <laughs> and two minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> I need follow up. That person, <gasps> the person who had that attack at Sir is probably their immune system. Like they're probably in like COVID high risk family now because of that. I'll bet if you've eaten at Sir, you are automatically like in the high risk COVID group. So us. Yeah. So me. I've eaten at Sir like five times. Same. I spent a fortune there. I've spent I, a fortune at Sir and Tom Tom. And Pump. I've eaten Lisa's satanic vegan pasta dish from Tom Tom. Did we talk about that dish that she made Ken for his birthday that she put on Instagram? Oh no. She okay, posted wait. like what the fuck was that? Banana? 
what I'm looking it up. I thought that was a joke. Like I thought Lisa was having a laugh on social media. She no, it was like a cheeky broad once again. And she said that she's making Ken's favorite. It was traumatizing. The grossest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Okay. She said, Cooking my husband's favorite dinner for him after his surgery. He's fitting well. Wish me luck tonight. And then this is a photo of a bowl of what looks like cauliflower, corn, cabbage, onions, maybe one carrot with bananas and apricot jam and cayenne powder what is this this and she's made five bowls of it yeah what is it i've never heard i don't of such know a thing. and she's like it's time to i heal my husband with food that's actually foul i have was, never ever in my life is this some like sort of british food yeah what readers please if you if you've ever had banana apricot onion onion cauliflower carrot gar- yeah. oh i think there's a garbanzo bean or two <gasps> like it truly is the most disgusting <gasps> i've never in my life muhammad hadid commented on this photo he goes i would love to come and see him hope he is well miss you guys love you my best friend wow wow <laughs> i'm Someone commented, did you really or you had it made with like a sideways cry laughing face? And Lisa said, I made it myself. We will be posting the recipe very soon on at Very Vanderpump. What's Very Vanderpump? It's her blog with Pandora. It's like lifestyle brand that says recipes, lifestyle and thoughts by Lisa and Pandora Vanderpump. I want the long read about that. Here's one of their thoughts. It's just like a picture of a goblet. And the thought is, gorgeous vintage glassware can make any table look unique and beautiful. Okay. What a thought. Great. (laughs) Thoughts and prayers. My thought is that's... (laughs) Who needs it? Yeah, I hate that thought. Pandora... Pandora, tell us your thoughts. Pandora, tell us what you say. Wow. Well, I hope Ken is recovering. I would love, going back to Cedric, I truly hope that things are revealed, that she will be revealed tonight. And I'm looking forward to seeing what comes of it. And I hope that uh, Brandy is a good addition to the Housewives again. I know. I'm kind of freaked out by her. Like, she darks me out. Her energy seems pretty intense. Yeah, she's she's chaotic. Yeah, she's chaotic. Um, but I hope that we do get some light shed on the Denise of it all. Mm-hmm. And I hope Denise I have to sticks say, around. I hope she doesn't leave. She'll probably not come back. Ugh, I hate that. Maybe not, though. Maybe not. Maybe she'll maybe she'll hang in there. Um, I was I have to say really briefly I was very pleased to see Kim and Kyle having fun together. 
I know. When they laugh, my heart laughs. They have such... When they're in a good place, their sister power is so strong. Mm-hmm. And they, like, get into trouble together. Yeah. I love Kim going, floor it! <laughs> <laughs> and Kyle... Almost in a weird way, when Kim... Kim actually, like, brings out the best part of Kyle when they're in a good place. Mm-hmm. Kyle's, like, always thinks that she's, like, helping Kim out. But I think Kim actually centers Kyle. Yeah. They're, like, a yin-yang. They're they really are. twins. Yeah. Y- a yin-yang. <laughs> yin-yang. They're the yin-yang sisters. They are. They need each other. I was happy to see um, Kim again. Anytime Kim gets some kind of like procedure done, it's really kind of mesmerizing to watch. Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> she goes, "I'm cold." <laughs> she came out of her Kyle. 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 And she goes, "Yeah, I'm right here, Kim." And she goes, "Hi." <laughs> Kyle. I had I had a dream when when I was under. You have to go. You have to tell Maurice. You have to tell them Maurice. what's coming. Maurice. I love Maurice. that she calls him Maurice. Maurice. I know. Maurice. Why well, don't think Maurice is particularly attractive? Ugh, what a gem. What ladies? What ladies? Anyway, um, we should, should we speaking get of into- ladies. <laughs> Fuck into it. Um, Ladies of NJ. It's longest season ever. It's truly a season that never ends, but thank God next week is in fact Gia's sad song. And then we have Punta Cana. And then Punta Cana. How many episodes are left? I truly am like every week I'm like, it must be, but then they haven't even gone to Punta Cana yet. So like, I think they, I think Punta Cana is the end. And then there's like one episode when they get back. Okay. I think. Um, but lots so is happening when, here that like laid the groundwork for a lot of people's futures. Winter has come and we are in it. Uh, it's a snowy we, winter. This is snowy winter wonderland. We had to. Yeah, but it's also really depressing. Yeah, but when it was like super snowy, then it seemed cozy. But when it gets slush, I want to leave. When there's golden amber sunlight and cold snowy everywhere, I get depressed. Really? Yeah, I don't want sunshine and snow. I hate that combination yeah, that, together. That don't really, ever. really, no, that really, really upsets me. I, I feel like I'm just reminded of like being sad. Yeah, I hate that combo as a, as a teen. But like looking out through the window when it's like gray and it's fresh snow. And it's gray all day with the snow, then I can be like living a cozy truth inside. Oh, yeah, home. that's great. And, and at night when the sky is orange. Yeah, at night once the, the sun has gone down and then the sky is like orange and then you gear up for just a frosty night, that also feels great. But or when you gear up for a, a night walk through the silent street, snowy streets. And it crunches, crunch, crunch, crunch. Mm-hmm. And then maybe but, start snowing again at night. When I look, when it's sunny, 
Sunny and snow reminds me of looking out through the window and seeing the sunlight. It's going the sun going down at like 3 p.m. through the the branches, the trees, and seeing like the skyline of Philadelphia in the distance and just being like, oh, like the worst chills right now. Like, yeah, it reminds me of. Yeah, just reminds me of like being stuck, like bright, brightly sunny over snow when it's like kind of melting you're just like why and it's like so bright burns your retinas and then the sun goes down at four and you're just like yeah you just feel sick yeah it's just disgusting it's the worst fuck so yeah well anyway it's it's like that that sunlight here and chris and albie are heading over to their grandmother's old house which has been converted into an office that they're going to share with Chris, Uncle Chris. They're calling, he's calling it, it's like a little startup group, and they're calling it the New Star Group. And Caroline goes, Historically, we're a family of entrepreneurs. <laughs> I was like, All right. Everything that their family has ever done sounds like a front, like a money laundering scheme. Mm-hmm. She's like, My father was into plastics. We own some kind of factory for plastics and refurbishing. I was like, okay. So, Albie, Chris, their friend Gianluca, and their cousin <laughs> named Chris, I think, <laughs> head over to this house that's like in the middle of nowhere in like a field. Yeah, like what? Like, why would they have? Why would you want an office there? I was like, where is? Where the hell? They is probably the own. They probably all own it, and it's like, or like, there's some because it's his mom's they can old write house. It so, off, yeah. If yeah. they're using it all for business, they can then write it off. Yeah, and they sit down and they're coming up with new, new ideas. I like just forming a company and being like, "Okay, now we got to figure out ideas for what yeah. we want to do with this company." Like literally, you just have n- you have no ideas. Chris, I will say though, has great ideas. I I was like on board with just about everything he was saying. I was like, "Yeah." What were his ideas again? He wanted to do a book about poop. Which I think is like, uh, it would sell. Why not? Why not? Like, I buy sure. it. Sure. Yeah. And then he had an idea about a breathalyzer that you attach to oh, your yeah. phone, which I was like, yes, that's also a great idea. He's and an Albie ideas kind of, man. Albie was a Albie naysayer. Was, yeah. He's like, this is, they're in like this kind of brain tank, think tank. And it's just them sitting at their desk in like a basement. Like, and they already have a logo printed out. I'm really unclear. Yeah. It just seems like a way to pay them. Yeah. Like, if Chris is putting the money into it, then I, I guess Albie and Chris get like a salary. So they're basically like on the payroll. The family. Yeah. The family payroll at this point. Meanwhile, Lauren has to like hustle and bustle her shit all over town to like sell her like weird makeup. Yeah, and then meanwhile, Chris and Albie get to like live in their own apartment in Hoboken. Yeah. It's like who are you working for? Maybe they maybe like they just don't include Lauren cuz they're like, "Oh, she's going to get married and then she's someone else's problem." Yeah. The boys, it's all about the boys. All about the boys, the entrepreneurs. They're historically were a family of entrepreneurs. 
<laughs> All right. If you say right. so. At one point, they find a way to make fun of Ashley. Yeah. Poor Ashley. Has she oh, not God. been through enough? It's <laughs> the butt of the joke at all times. All times. Um, then we cut to Kathy and Rich, and they're getting ready to go out for Rich's birthday. And Kathy just looks so much like Tree in her like talking head. She kind of has a poof and like very mm-hmm. intense eye makeup. And I was like, "Gah, she is Tree, and Tree is she, she is yeah. She, I am she. They are one. I said I want Kathy to do my hair and makeup. I know when she's brushing Victoria's hair, it was like such like a mom brush the hair moment, and I I wanted that. Me too. They're getting ready to go to Rich's birthday party. And he goes, he goes, (laughs) goes, he's like, what's Joey going to wear? And she's like, oh, he's going to wear a vest. And he's like, like that guy, Mr. uh, Mr. Neighbor. She goes, Mr. Rogers. (laughs) And he goes, I'm from, he, we find out that he grew up in Beirut. Mm -hmm. He didn't come to America till he was eight. So he. He said I didn't I couldn't speak English, so the way I got I got by was being funny. Hey. Like I'm always the clown. I love that. I Me too. more and more find myself attracted to Rich Wakile. I think he's a total catch. Mm-hmm. He's the he's whole package. A, he adores his wife. Mm-hmm. It's just it's great. Yeah. He sticks up for her. I'll burn this fucking place down. I'll burn it down. And they just they just have fun. That family just has fun. Yeah, they're a really good family. I'm pretty sure he's a Trumper, though. Mm, hate that. So, don't like that. <sighs> it's hard. Joe, it's okay. I'll get over it someday. Joe and Melissa are driving to the birthday party, and Joe goes... It looks like you're not wearing a bra tonight. Outstanding. <laughs> she just goes, ugh. <laughs> I love her ugh energy was very real to me in this moment. Where it's like, can you not be just like horned up out of your mind for two seconds? I know. Where we can just have a normal conversation. Just like Kat, Melissa once again thwarting <laughs> predation by her husband. Yeah, just like he's ready to rabbit fuck pounce at any moment. She can't yeah. even just be like, tell him a story about her day without him being like, your nope. tits through your dress, outstanding. We're just like, <laughs> can you not? Shut up. Shut the Let fuck up. Let me drive. Up. I'm going cra- I'm, I'm to crash my car into this bank of snow. <laughs> and then everyone ends up at this place called Aladdin. I want to I go so bad. Where is Aladdin? Do you think it's like still up and running? Um, probably not. All these places are gone. I know. Not even before COVID. Yeah, they're all gone. Aladdin permanently closed. Aladdin restaurant, Hackensack. Hackensack. Hey, he's from Hackensack, not Hackenstown. Wow, Aladdin is a real... Things pop off at Aladdin. It also seems like the median age of everyone at Aladdin is like 45. 
I know. Oh my god, it's right by Teterboro, Teterboro Airport. So you can hop off your PJ and head right to Aladdin. Right to Aladdin. <laughs> oh my god, for hookah and Middle Eastern fare. Yeah. You know who's like a real middle like fan of this culture is Caroline. Is she? Yeah, she like loves. She always. I mean, she was talking about it last, but she, remember she went to Jordan and. Yeah, but then this at this party, all she could do yeah, she was, a, she was, a was talk shit. Yeah, she was like, "I want Italian bread." She turned to yeah, Lauren that was annoying. Was oh, like, I guess I, I guess I blacked that out. But she was definitely when she walked these... in, she was like, "I like this vibe." <laughs> what did she say? She goes, "I like the vibe. I could have been in Syria." <laughs> no, you couldn't like, have. No, no I don't honey. Think... Caroline, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this is not a Syrian vibe. And then Chris Larita comes in with Jacqueline and he goes, I want some rigatone. <laughs> and then Rich is like trolling them all. I love like you can't not have Italian food for like one night if you're Italian. Yeah. I get that. You just want your manicot. Come on. But I love what Richie and Kathy walk in and guess who's waiting at the bar already with some belly dancers. Rosie. Kathy goes, Rosie's here. Rosie's walk in and Rosie's her art, best life. Rosie's <laughs> macking it up with some hot like belly dancer. Uh, I'm trying to just channel my inner Rosie more often. It's so good. It's so good. And then also who strolls in looking like literally a million bucks is Victoria. She's in a full fur. She is. Victoria's She's... glam and she doesn't give a damn. It's like a whole, it's all adults and then Victoria and Joseph who can handle their, hold their own against, amidst all the adults. Mm-hmm. They can have extended conversations and make eye contact with the adults in the room. And then Caroline sees Joey and she's like, hey, little man. And she gives him a kiss. And I'm like, wait, I thought you didn't know this family. Yeah, I, I Caroline, now everyone's come around on the Gorgas. Yeah. No, but I, but I'm like. She always acts like she doesn't know who. No, no, no. She hugs Joey Wakili, the younger son. Oh. But she acted like she didn't know who the, who Kathy and Rich were. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I'm on to you. The jig's up, Caroline. The jig is up. I'm on Everyone to you. Everyone goes to the party except for Tree and Joe, Judice. They have somewhere to go with Gia. Mm-hmm. A lie, uh-huh. I'm sure. A lie, total lie. And um, then the shenanigans start. They're eating just rounds and rounds of amazing food. They bring over hookah and everyone starts acting like they're high. I know. I was like, you guys, this is not like. It's not weed. It's not weed. I think they all. (laughs) R.I.P. hookah bars. Not that I ever went to them, but like those are not. Those are a nunca after a place of COVID. I know. So, um, how did vintage but, feel? But it was so weird. They were all like, you heard very quietly. Like, I don't, they, <laughs> they seemed very provincial. Yeah. Everyone they were was like, like tripping. Kathy balls. and Rich were like, <laughs> Kathy and Rich were just like puffing it easy. And they, uh, Melissa goes, I think it's weed. And then Joe was like, <laughs> Joe was like fucked up. He also is just like straight up, probably downed like five glasses of wine in a row really fast. 
Yeah, but he's like, I want to smell your armpits. I was like, Joe. Joe, fucking keep it in your pants for two seconds, please. Yeah. And then the belly dancers come out. Oh, no. Well, Melissa reveals that she had heart surgery at age seven, had Mm -hmm. to have open heart surgery, and her mom fought tooth and nail to have them cut her open on her back instead of her chest. Yeah. Cause she was a woman and she didn't want her to like, she didn't want to have like a scar on her chest. It's pretty chill. She goes, thank God for my mother. Uh, may she rest in peace. My father, may he rest in peace. Yeah. Um, then Jack, at one point, Joe Gorga goes and starts also at one point, Kathy's watching everyone like think that they're high and she has this bewitching smirk on her face. Mm-hmm. She smiles and I wrote, I wrote Aphrodite. <laughs> just this witch, just watching everyone like get loose. And she's like, Hmm. My favorite Kathy moment is she like takes a deep inhale of the hookah and then just like blows smoke out slowly through her nostrils. And I was like, Whoa, this ain't her yeah. first rodeo. Oh no, 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 no. And then Joe Gorga makes his way to the dance floor. And I was like, this is hot. Yeah. Him with like, of course, like he sees like anyone getting sexual, a belly dancer, and he has to go like immediately join the mix. And he tucks his shirt into like a little midriff bearing tie. And then he's just like dancing around. And I was like, okay, he always wins me over in the end because he is a hot little meatball. And it's like very unafraid to be like expressive about his his sexual needs and like, desires yeah mm-hmm. and then and rosie's I, <laughs> throwing rosie just starts throwing dollars everywhere i hope rosie like took three women home she after did. this night and like had an orgy yeah me too rosie has done rosie has that vibe rosie like could i feel like she could turn like a straight woman yeah just like sheer feel like, confidence alone like i'm attracted to rosie I feel like Rosie could like bring home a whole bar, yeah, of like a lesbian bar. Like, just bring every single person home. Mm-hmm. She brings home like a bachelorette party. Yeah. Um, and then at one point, Jacqueline stands at her seat and is just like undulating. <laughs> She's just going like humping, air humping, and everyone starts screaming. And I was just like, "Yes, I love when Jacqueline Jacqueline heard the call." Yeah, when she lets loose, hang on to your fucking hats because I was she, like her, her Vegas comes in and she just lets loose and was just like started getting really sexual and air humping. She lets but the she Vegas just, take a, over. There's just a <laughs> shot at her standing at her table, just going, hmm, <laughs> hmm, like thrusting. And she says again, she was like, "I'm a whore," and then just like starts dancing and she kind of like quietly says it. She's, I love it. And then, and then Melissa goes, closet whore here. And I'm like, it's the best thing you could say to her. Yeah. And I love, like, Melissa goes out on the dance floor and starts dancing, like, totally awkwardly. And Richie goes, Melissa can sing very well. Can't dance to save her ass. And then it just shows her, like, kind of, like, bopping yeah. around. I was like, I love that she, ha- like, she can do it all. What can't she yeah. do? The one thing, dance. Yeah. She's a triple threat, except not except dancing. No dance. So just a double threat. 
A double threat. <laughs> just a double threat. Uh, now that I think about like having like a little Joe around, like there, I think there is maybe some merit in a guy telling you like how hot you are all the time. Yeah. I know. And just being like turned on by every, like if she obviously like makes a lot of effort to look hot 24 seven. But yeah. I would love it if just a guy did that where it's like I didn't have to do anything. And then he was just like, he's like, see you're not wearing makeup today. Your hair is in a greasy ponytail. Mm. He's like, I want to smell your pits. Uh, I'd be like, sniff away, honey. <laughs> Ooh, get a big whiff. <laughs> hey. Hey. Um, and then... Caroline, Chris, and and Lauren are just not, of course, not dancing or doing anything. And then Lauren goes, we're so Italian. I was like, okay. Not a fun Italian. Yeah, not a fun one. An old Italian stick in the mud. (laughs) (laughs) Then we cut to Teresa's house with Jacqueline. They're getting ready to go to Lauren's Mally opening party. They're pre-gaming and trying to outfit mm-hmm. plan. Teresa tries on this like looks like the shimmer from Annihilation. Her folk, her fake fur jacket. It's I like was this magenta. So into it, her bird. I love that. I love it. It was. Where it was the great. Fuck did she get that? I don't know. She. I Back wrote like <laughs> trees on the playa. <laughs> she was truly riding like a 12 foot tall tricycle on the playa in that jacket. It really was. It's made like a out top of like. Hat at like sunrise, when you're tripping acid and the sun's coming up, you hear like. And you look over and it's tree on the playa on a unicycle. Oh my God. Also, RIP Burning Man. I know. Well, it's fine. Maybe not because of the mask. Trying to let that one go. Yeah. No, I, I don't think Burning Man is happening this year. No, it's not. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that when will it be back? Who knows? But when it comes back, I hope to see Tree on the playa. Tree's going to be on like a, a Zeppelin that only goes like 10 feet off the ground. <laughs> yes. Made out of like <laughs> She has trumpet. a wand and she's just like touching everyone with her wand that's around yeah. her. I would say <laughs> housewives on the playa is like really the only way that I want to go to Burning Man. They should do a housewives trip where they go to Burning Man. Muhammad Hadid goes to Burning Man. Like, can't he just like gather up some housewives and take them on the PJ next time? Yeah. Like Kyle Richards on the playa is actually having every a Burner's panic attack. Dream. Her just like, doing the splits. <laughs> but also, I could see Kyle like bringing Porsche to Burning Man. Yeah, she fully would bring Porsche to Burning Man. Like, it is just, like, a family affair now. Like, it basically is just, like, Disneyland. Yeah. Um, They're... Jacqueline's like, I can't really wear glamorous stuff like Teresa does. I was like, all right. Yeah, you definitely could. But my question was, why are they eating salami and cheese and drinking wine in the bathroom? I know. I was like, this is an odd place to, like, hang out. I know. Why aren't they downstairs? Yeah. It was so weird. It was weird. Apparently, Ashley is going to move out in a few weeks. 
Is this Teresa's like, get rid to, of her. Does she move to Texas? Yeah, I think she moves to In, uh, Texas. Father. Mm. Yeah. Love. Love. Love that for her. Yeah, Teresa's like, maybe you do just need space from each other. Like, send her the fuck away. <laughs> Ever try beating her? Beat the chef. We'll put her in a room, throw her around, punch her. <laughs> Knock her teeth out. Knock her teeth out of her head. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disentel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? 
That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. We cut to the chateau <laughs> where the Mali opening's happening. And I wrote, you hear, I was like, I heard a gay voice. You just hear this some gay guy talking to Caroline and you never see him. Mm-hmm. And then Caroline goes, we're, she goes, we're so proud of her. Yes, we're so proud of her. The Mali opening is randomly like wildly packed. It's It's so packed. They literally went into like the brownstone like email contact list and just sent like a spam oh, email yeah. inviting like everyone that's ever set foot in the brownstone to come to this launch. Yeah, the people that didn't come, like imagine if everyone who was actually invited showed up, it would have been like a thousand people. Yeah. Mally also a reader wrote to me that Mally isn't an MLM, apparently. Oh. So it's just good for her. Yeah, I guess it. I don't know what it is, but I know what it isn't, according to someone else, and that's it isn't an MLM. Lauren, Caroline goes. She's subletting a little space in Chateau. <laughs> I'm really proud of her. I'm really proud of her. An entrepreneur. Uh, they're all waiting. Tree is full Momo on the playa at Ma- at the Mali launch. Um, Kim D is also there in the background. Oh, I didn't even see her. Yeah, I, I think it just like I saw the corner of her face at one point, and I was like, "It's Kim D," and then we never spoke or heard from her again. I think she was there. Damn. Yeah. Um. Teresa and Melissa are both wearing fur. Yeah. Melissa has to say like kind of a little dig about Teresa's fur. Yeah. Love. Then, I love that. Melissa, yeah. Melissa really, she twists the nail. Mm-hmm. They, they can't like let each other off the hook. No. Um, Tree and Joe are taking like paparazzi pics or like event photos and then I realized that my dad has the same coat as Joe Judice, like a leather oh my bomber God. jacket with like a big fur collar. It's his winter yeah. coat. And I was like, wow. Ooh. Ooh. To brave the Oklahoma winters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. My dad has that. Ooh. We were waiting for Ashley to come. Mm-hmm. Ashley finally shows up, no coat, holding her arms, trudging through the parking lot. Like, looking so pissed and the freezing cold. Ashley is truly my no-coat queen. You know when you're just, like, in your 20s and you're just like, I'm not going to fucking wear a coat. Like, I'm not doing it. And you just, like, go out in the frigid 
icy weather with just no to, coat like, on. A club and you're just freezing. I would do that all the time. Yeah. People would be like, are we doing coats tonight? And then someone would be like, let's not do coats. And you just and like, like, I'd be like, wow, I'm invincible. Freeze. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I'll never be sick. No coats. Long is gone a, are those pre COVID. Yeah. Long gone are those days. I wear like a coat in my own house. I know. Ashley. Jacqueline goes, where were you? To Ashley. And I was like. Jacqueline. But also. Where was she? I'm sure she was out smoking weed. Yeah. She she seemed a little fucked up. She seemed kind of fucked up. Yeah. She was like acting really weird. She was like, couldn't find my keys. And then uh, like kind of rattled off some like half-assed excuse. And then we. Someone who who knows someone's fucked up is. Yeah. Regularly fucked shows up to things fucked up. Mm hmm. I remember like when I was like such a crazy pot smoking teen going to public events, like just stoned out of my mind and yeah. like, running into like my mom at like a football game or whatever and like not even being able to make eye contact because I was so high. And yeah. Like, being like, are you tired? And then me having to be like, yes, I'm so tired. I think the worst I ever had was in college once. I smoked with my two friends before a party and then we went and I was like, I I was never a good weed smoker. And we were so high and one of my friends was like a pro at it and like was just able to like live, live, laugh, love. Mm-hmm. And me and my friend were so high and she and I were just standing against the wall watching the party. And then like. I could feel myself wanting to tell her something, but I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to like ruin the vibe. Mm-hmm. And then finally I, <laughs> I turned to her and I was like, I'm, I was watching this show today called, called whale wars. <laughs> and they showed like a ship, a Japanese whaling ship. And it's like a slaughterhouse on the ocean. And my friend just looked at me and went, <laughs> and she just walked off. <laughs> You had to get left behind for that. Yeah, and then I went home. Yeah, I for some reason you know, like when you're when you're like so stoned and you're like you're too high. You know you're gonna, but you know you need to say you need to say something that's like Mm -hmm. so weird, and you're like don't say it. And you're like just have to live live that truth and then get rejected for it. Yeah, yeah. I for some reason could smoke like insane amounts of weed pre boarding school and like annihilate myself on weed and just be like so stoned and be like, whatever, man. But then once I got back, I could not do that again without having like a full blown like panic attack about being like high around people. Yeah. So weird. Anyways, Ashley's fucking stoned as shit. And we unveil the t-shirts that she designed. Well, well, first Jacqueline goes to Caroline. She's like, did she, was she supposed to do more than just design it? And then Caroline quietly goes, well, she was supposed to do the whole, you know, the process of getting the shit too, but we needed to get it yesterday. So we just did it, but she did the drawing. And then then Jacqueline goes, oh, good. Okay. 
Like, why do you care at this point? All you're trying to do is like make her look bad on camera. Yeah. If she's you got your way, she's leaving. She's moving to Texas, which is decidedly not yeah. California. And like, why do you mm-hmm. have to like humiliate her? Like, continue. And I thought Caroline was actually trying to cover her a little. Yeah, Caroline had her back. She's trying moment. to. Yeah. And then we see the drawing. <laughs> this drawing, drawing is like I guess of, I guess of Lauren, but with highlights. Like a, and she's like looking back at it. A beautiful cartoon version, like a sexy cartoon version of Lauren, like and a mirror, being like mm-hmm. with like rouge on a like clown rouge. Yeah, the whole thing was just very misguided. I will say she can draw. She can draw. I think both of the designs that she had originally pitched Lauren were better than this design. Yeah. It's weird. It's really weird. Like who would wear that? It also is like, it looks like it was drawn with marker. So it just doesn't look like it belongs on a shirt. Yeah. It looks like a caricature drawing that you would get on like a street corner in like, Mm -hmm. I like the boardwalk. Yeah. Like I know it's a boardwalk drawing, but maybe that's what Lauren wanted. She wanted a face. She got one. And then Jacqueline's like, I'm so proud of you. Right? Did she say that? I just kind of blinked out. I think she did. I'm so proud of you. Imagine being so proud of that. I guess when you have a kid, you're just like proud of anything they do. They like fart. You're like, oh my God. (laughs) I know. It's so true. I'm so um, proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. We cut to the gore, uh, the supermarket the next day where Teresa's shopping with Adriana and Melania, and it is raucous. At one point, Melania's climbing on vegetables. Melania like, is like literally the- scaling the walls of the grocery store like Spider-Man. Yeah. And Teresa just goes, Melania, No. Like, Melania, so chill. Stop. Can you stop? She has her foot on v- vegetables that people are going to eat. Yeah. She's like her sh- her shoes are all over them. She falls yeah. into like a display of salads at one point. <laughs> Ass first into like salads, like a little dirty child. Yeah. Getting all their little dirty child germs all over your salad. Teresa and- goes, we eat healthy in my house. We grew up without any ingredients. She goes, and that's just how I like to make my food. Real healthy. This is all propaganda. But also, like, you can tell that Teresa never grocery shops. And yeah. then at one point, Melania's like, they're, like, in a frozen food aisle. Teresa's, like, kind of on the phone, like, distracted. And Melania's trying to put, like, frozen dinners into the cart. Mm-hmm. And Teresa goes, no, no, we don't eat like that. Mommy cooks for you every night. And I wrote, Tree is faking it. Lies. <laughs> this narrative that she's crafting. She literally like, yeah. goes to the grocery store and just like pushes a cart around while she's in a fur and like takes a phone call to like yeah. f- prop up the lie that she's like yeah. a chef. She probably has people sh- food shop for her, right? Yeah, I'm sure. The, and then I mean, at one the point, Borgas say that their mom 
is the one that cooks everything. Yeah. I know that was some tea. Mm-hmm. So but later mom probably just shops and goes over to their house and cooks for them. If they if she watches the kids all the time, she's probably doing all the like kind of nannying jobs. No, no. But at no. one point, um Melania starts picking up she starts picking tomatoes and she just she sings a little song and she goes, Pick the tomatoes up like literally I'm not kidding. Like I didn't just make like she's actually No, I know. I was I was truly like rolling on the floor when Melania yeah. launched into her tomato tune. Oh, the tomatoes. Oh, oh. We, here we are again in the land of the tomatoes. Mamma mia. Pick the oh, Melania, up. I taught you well. <laughs> Gia's face appears in one of the tomatoes. Melania, don't remember what I told you. You know what to do. Pick the wisest tomato, the happiest yeah. tomato, the tomato that will save our family from great horror hurry and then gia and Melania goes she goes oh sister gia she goes she goes <laughs> i'm i miss she because melania drops her like soprano voice in this moment and mm-hmm. she goes oh sister gia she goes i miss a pomodoro he's back in old country Pomodoro went all the way back to the old country but now you must search for the oracle and the tomato the tomato will tell us our future Please, search Melania high says, and low. Follow your heart, Melania. Hey, Follow your hey, heart. He goes, hey, I don't want to do this shit anymore. Hey, I hate the grocery store. I'm going to go wait outside and smoke, Mom. <laughs> Ma, you got a cigarette? Hey, anyone in here got a cig? <laughs> Pawning people for cigs. <laughs> I, when, also, there's like a shot where you can see like people beyond them just like staring at the spectacle that is like Teresa and her child in the grocery store like literally climbing over everything Teresa has no control over her kids no zero yeah it's Melania insane doesn't listen and also she does a thing where it's like this would drive me crazy with children where it's like like stop climbing all over everything and then Melania as she's climbing on something goes I'm not yeah I'd be like, what the fuck are you, like, what actually are you talking about? Like, don't gaslight me. That's so inappropriate. Like, I would literally, I might have to spank. The power of children. And then the power of Teresa, children. Teresa calls Joe Gorga and invites him to her book signing at Mendham Books. Oh, my God. This call. She calls him. She goes, hey, it's your sister. And he goes, yeah, I know. It's really sad. <laughs> Their whole like relationship and how ha- how it plays out in this episode is sad and like kind of weird. It's really char- it's charged with something dark sided. Yeah, I agree. I don't love it. It's all just like it's like when flirting goes wrong or something. Yeah, but what isn't. What I do love is seeing Melissa and her sisters together. We cut to the Chateau Gorga and Melissa's producers come over to work on her, her single. And her <laughs> and sisters, Kim and Lisa, came over to watch. Makes some and they're magic. So, they're so excited to meet the producers. They're literally like par- they're like party time with these producers. Yeah, they bring like, down some red wine. We're going to go get wine. some wine. We're going to get some wine. What do you want? Red? And then they like go upstairs, bring wine down, and then... They proceed to just like party in the stew. Yeah. Also, Melissa's recording. 
the and, uh, the sisters know then it's the sisters know every line to the song too they're so supportive they dance in unison with each other fist bumping in the yeah. air singing every line are they twins Le- is it lisa and melissa kim and no, lisa kim and lisa with a y lisa and lisa melissa takes her, her sweater off didn't philomena punch lisa in the face yes yeah, she she decked her melissa takes her her sweater off in the in the recording booth because she's really hot at one point i swear i heard her say when she nails it at one point i heard her say keep shitting on me bitch <laughs> She was talking about like tree or something. Yeah, I think so. She's like in revenge mode. She's like yeah. fully like singing. She has so much at stake with this singing career. Like she's singing for her dead father's love. Yeah. Beyond the grave. She's singing to prove all her haters wrong. She's singing mm-hmm. to like stick it to tree. Yeah. And like, and also she's just like trying singing to, for the sake of trying to be a singer. To and I famous. love that the, producers are like they're not letting her like slide by on any mediocre vocals no he goes Dude, one take she did of her vocals the producer stops her and he goes that was horrible <laughs> yeah he goes <laughs> he also goes that just sounded crazy <laughs> i love but they get there finally they finally get to a, a great place where she nails it Keep shitting on me, bitches. Keep shitting on me, bitch. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> then we cut to the Manzo, the, the Manzo brothers and Uncle Chris. And they're, this is where we first hear about Blackwater, their big investment with a Canadian water company run by two Canadian sisters. It is the who, weirdest pairing. Who, how who did like they find of, this? I thought that they were related to the Wilkies because their last name is Wilkie. But the Wakilis. oh okay yeah they're like they come down and they meet them for lunch and they're like chris lorita's like you know i I run like a uh fabric company and but this is i want this to be like my side thing and then one of the sisters goes oh she goes well that makes me worry you know she goes because this is our main thing we put everything into this and i mean everything so they've sunk their entire life savings into making Blackwater and their pitch for Blackwater. Like they're all sitting down at this like dinner meeting and one of the sisters holds up the bottle and she goes, it's black water. All right. And that's yeah. the entire pitch of Blackwater. She's like, she's like, you know, we're a little worried that people aren't going to be into it because it is black, but it's just water just charged with like minerals. And I was just like, what? Who I'm sorry, it looks like it's Canadian lake water. Why on why, earth would you want to why would anyone I've I've sipped it before. Did it taste like water? It tasted like pond water. Yeah, t- it tastes like it looks, right? Like it tastes like yeah. minerally, like charcoal yeah. water or something. It's not like it's no one is gonna buy it. It's not a delicious like, hydration. Like it's no. not like you're just like dying for to get hydrated and then you, like but you don't love the taste of water so you really just always go for the black murky version of water it's like loch ness water yeah it's like it's peat. loch ness shit water yeah and that's what they choose to as their first big investment together that's what they choose 
Like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Is it still for sale at places? I think so. But literally, just drink water. Just invest in water. Yeah. Just make your own water brand. Just if make you're your own really looking people- to get into the water space, the bottled water space, black water isn't it. It's not no going to take gonna buy- too far. I, I'm not going to hydrate with, like, a bottle of lake water. No. And then, Imagine buying like a 33 ounce, like huge bottle of that and getting like so winded and hot during a workout that you just like chug like Jesus. 20 gulps of it. No, thanks. And then the the sisters also both look like they're from a sitcom from the like late early 80s. They don't match up with like the Blackwater aesthetic. Like I thought I thought Albie and Chris like invented Blackwater. Because I was no. like, oh, it seems like something that like two dudes would think of as like a kind of gimmicky mm-hmm. water. But it's these like two sweet Canadian ladies. Why? Who are like kind of flirting with Chris and Albie. Yeah, they're titillated by them for sure. At one point she goes, they go, oh, you're the party types, are you? <laughs> oh, you like to party all night. <laughs> they all got. They're getting sexy. Yeah, they're getting fucked up. He's like, oh, do you guys ever do ketamine? Oh, you stay up all night, huh? They're like Allison Janney and Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yeah. You guys want to walk me home? She lives two trailers over. (laughs) Yeah, don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. She lives two trailers over. (laughs) Do you know who sells Blackwater? The vitamin shop. Shopee. Shopee, of course. Um, we see the Gorgas getting ready. They're planning on going to the Teresa's book signing that night. There's a big snowstorm coming. Joe Gorgas shows Melissa these like tr- violent text messages he got from Judice, who got wind that Teresa had invited him. And he he sent her he sent him a series of text messages, including one that says, Yous are so fake you make me ill. Yous are so fake. <laughs> and then he goes i'll break your jaw and wire it shut uh yeah. okay, like what yeah joe judice is wild uh well i mean we'll see later and then he also says he tells melissa's like joe judice is always saying the working man's a sucker and i was like well there you go that's his first problem yeah. now where did he end up he's deported yeah He's horrible. He's horrible. Horrid. So he's threatening his wife's brother if he goes to support her. Mm -hmm. So then we cut to Mendham Books, which I also looked up and it's closed. God, what in New Jersey has survived? Nothing. Um, Teresa walks in. She goes, "Eh, sorry, I'm late. And there's like a a crowd of people there. They're all like quietly going, (laughs) like taking photos of her. Also, it's like back in the age of the digital camera where you would like your little yeah. Sony digital and you're like, mm, yeah. got to get these pics. Teresa's so, she's like, hi. Yeah. And then <laughs> when, when this like gay kid leave, comes up. When she, but when she's trying to leave to like get there, she's talking to Joe Judice and she's like, how do I get there? Like where, how do I, the book signs in his side. He goes, tree, shut up, shut the hell up get out of here like he's like literally like verbally abusing her as she's like on her way out the door teetering in her heels making them money yeah paying for everything that he lost 
So she shows up, she sits down, and this gay kid and his little sister come up to her, and he's like, will you marry me? And he proposes, and then Teresa goes, yeah, oh, <laughs> it's bigger than my ring. I gotta show this to my husband. Tell him he's gotta do better. Yeah. It's like, I wanna take a photo with my new husband and my new sister-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> Like she, she's so. It's not natural to her. No, nothing is natural, and she's like acting nice. But everyone, yeah. everyone that comes up to her, she's like, "Ah, oh, you got." She doesn't know like how to make just like casual small talk with small people. Talk. And she no. goes, oh, are you brother or sister? <laughs> I feel like she asked every single couple that came yeah. up to her. <laughs> I want. Oh, are you brother or sister? Because <laughs> she wants. She she's like brother, <laughs> brother, brother, sis, brother, brother, sister. Are you brother and sister? That's the only thing she knows how to like process. Literally, like an elderly couple could walk up to her, like husband and wife, married for fifty years, and she'd be like, "Oh, are you brother and sister?" Yeah, <sighs> or like a dad and his daughter, mm-hmm. or a mom and her son. Oh, brother and sister. How about you guys, <laughs> brother sister? Kathy and Rich come in. And it's really sweet. And Kathy's like so excited. Mm-hmm. She's like giddy. And Teresa's couldn't be faker. I, I, I thought Tree was touched. Really? It seemed like she was kind of like tearing up a little bit. The book signing A was over so fast. By 745, Tree is all by her lonesome. Just well, like waiting well, there's there. Like a, there's like a nor'easter coming. Yeah. And I think... Tree she was, was touched. She was touched. She was tearing up a little bit. I think Kathy she, Kathy bought copies of her own, which was sweet, and they like they made the effort, and like it was nice. I think Teresa wanted to be co- icy with them, but like couldn't because mm-hmm. she was moved. She was. I mean, they were family. Yeah. And then, but Tree also was like giving them kind of a cold shoulder. She was like, I'm just about to leave. And then they leave and we see at 830, Tree's still there. So she's not about to go anywhere. She was just like telling no. them that to get them out of there. Yeah. Make them feel like she's so busy. And that's when I think Joe Teresa's and stone. show up. <laughs> Do you think she's like, does like a rail of blow to just like try and get through the book signing? She like can't function normally. Yeah, Joe and Melissa show up. Melissa has a little like beret on. We need to talk about a little that. Bucket hat. Yeah. <laughs> a bucket hat. That beret, that cap of sorts, mm-hmm. was truly like Carrie Bradshaw turban hell. Yeah. With that huge flower on the front. It was like yeah, so was tight to her head. Horrific. Joe comes in and Melissa goes, or Teresa goes, is the roads bad? He goes, yeah, they're terrible. Melissa's like, we we left and the roads were so bad. And Teresa's like, shut up, bitch. (laughs) She doesn't even acknowledge that Melissa's speaking to her. She goes to the clerk who owns the store. She goes, it's my brother, Joe. And then she goes, and his wife, Melissa. The clerk's, the clerk's like, loop me out. Leave me out of here. I heard about your brawl. I'm sure he knows all about the brawl. The Oh, everyone in, the ta- everyone in that area does. Yeah, everyone knows that they're the family that brawled. Does, Joe Gorga's like, hey, your husband, like, threatened me. 
Yeah. And Teresa's like, well. Well, first of all, he's like, buys a book. He's like, I'll take 10, which was a nice move, but also like a power play. Then yeah. asks Tree to like sign his book and she can't think of anything to sign. She's just like sitting she goes, there. She goes, uh, uh, to my brother Joe. Um, love you more than anything. I love you. I love you anything more than anything in the world. I was like, whoa, more than your kids? <laughs> more than shopping? <laughs> more. <laughs> Yeah, More she's like, she's like, she's like, she's just holding up a little sharpie and going um, to my brother Joe. Um, <laughs> I love you more than anything in the world, and I I miss my brother Melissa. I was like, and then Ooh. Joe forces Teresa to read what she wrote aloud yeah. to him and Melissa, which was also like a weird sexually yeah. charged request. I was like, what? He's yeah. Like, read it. No, read it. Like, why don't you read it? No, read yeah. it aloud. And then I was like, ah! I was like sinking down in my chair. I went, I, went, ah! Ah! I called 911 ah! and they go, 911, yeah. what's your emergency? And I just held the phone up to the TV. And then Joe Gorga reveals that Joe Judice has been threatening his livelihood over like this person BBM. Yeah, <laughs> over WhatsApp. Teresa's, Teresa's is kind of like eh, I don't know. But the big shocker of this revelation was that Joe Judice is only forty years old. I know. Why does he look? He literally is the poster child for alcohol. Like, you need to stop drinking. I thought I he was like at least, I thought he was like 48. No, he's 40. I was like, I know 40 he's, year olds. 40 he's is nine young. Older than me. He's literally four years older than me at this point yeah. in the show. We could not be that more different, crazy. Joe Judice and I. <laughs> but uh, Teresa also goes, it was kind of weird. She goes, I just wanted my brother to hug me. To really hug me. I was like, It's so why? bizarre. This like game they play with each other. You can tell <laughs> Melissa's just like over it. She's been dragged yeah. this into this kind of like awkward. And also like nothing happened to make them be this awkward towards each other. It's just like they can't have peace for extended periods of time. It's Joe Judice. Yeah, that is. It is. Well, then we get back and we really see why it's Joe Judice. Joe Gorga looked damn hot, though. He did. Dodie Sally. Damn hot. It's the first time he's ever been in a bookstore. In his life. In his what life. What is this place? What is what, it? They sell these? All yeah. of the, it's just all of this. This book thing at a store? It's, it just is that's book. all books. It's just books. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. I'll take ten. I'll take ten. <laughs> yeah, that was everything he did was to like own Teresa. Yeah, it was really scary. And then we get back to the Judice House of Horrors, and Joe Joe Judice has been having a dinner party the whole time Teresa's been gone, and he's she goes, you know, I left at four p.m. and I got back five hours later, and my husband's had a lot of wine, and then she looks at the camera and goes, so that's great. <laughs> and I was like, damn. He's he blackout. Is blackout. Yeah. 
he goes, hey, come here, let me take your jacket off, Maron. And then takes Maron. Maron. He's shit-faced. And then Gia's trying to do, like, cute, like, her cute, like, let me show the adults my gymnastics moves. And then Joe body slams himself on the floor. Chips his tooth. He roly-polies himself over, flips himself, and then just slams his head on the floor and chips his tooth. Poor Gia is literally traumatized. Like... She starts screaming. Scream crying in horror. And I was like, this is truly like Alcoholism. This is alcoholism. Like to like that's not just like she's scared, like something we no. happened. It's like, oh my dad's really drunk and like hit his tooth out and I'm terrified. On, the, on our on our marble floor, he he took over my like sacred space. That it's like my thing that empowers me and like made it a joke. And not only that, he injured himself in front of everyone. And I'm terrified and it's chaotic. Yeah. That's that's an alcoholic home. That's an alcoholic home. And she's and everyone, for sure talking about that in therapy, like to this day. Oh, for sure. That's she, a therapy her, moment. She screams. And not like a All, kid being dramatic scream. It was like truly a scream of like utter terror. All of their friends are like awkwardly sitting there but you can tell that they're kind of like they want to see what happens they're, and it's they like, have it, like it, weird it feels like caligula yeah it was really weird i was like who are these people they were like joe eyes is, wide shut strangers Teresa's pissed at joe mm-hmm. and she's like she's like did you did you like threaten my brother and because i don't think she knew well and first joe's like i chipped my tooth off and then they're in the bathroom and tree goes it looks like tales from the creaked <laughs> the creeped the creeped the creaked i thought she said no she said tales from the creeped <laughs> tales from the creeped looks like tales from the creeped <laughs> i love her oh, at one point He's, she's talking about her brother and Joe Judai says, he goes, I got to get you a horn. The Italian horn. Yeah, he's obsessed with the Italian horn. He goes, were you wearing a horn or what? Did you have the horn on around you? I was like, oh my God. He like literally believes in the power of the horn. The evil eye. She And then she says like, Joe thinks the family has the evil eye around them. Like they're just plagued by spirit. Of course, Joe is just going to blame like supernatural elements instead of like himself. Like he's being a criminal (laughs) instead of being truly like a tax evader and like a committer of fraud. He's like, must be the evil eye. Must be the evil eye. Gotta wear my horn. And then he starts bitching about Joe Gorga and how like Melissa. Or how Teresa helped him start his company. Like, I was like, what? He's so resentful of Joe Gorga's success. And his and his marriage. He mm-hmm. starts, he tells everyone that Melissa's family is a, that white trash family from down the shore. That white trash family from down the shore. Like, as though he's some sort of, like, prize. Yeah. And then the then real kicker. to the real, yeah. We find out that Joe Gorga did text. He brings out his phone to show the receipts of the messages. We find out that Joe Gorga in his phone book is faggot. He just says, 
Oh my Joe god, Burgers I didn't even Jamie. see. I didn't even realize that because I was just like thrown. I kind of wasn't paying attention, and then I heard him go, "Yeah, because he is a faggot," and I was like, uh? "Joe Gorga's name in Joe Judice is is saved as literally faggot." That's wild. Like that's his brother in law's name, and his phone is that. That's awful. And Teresa goes, "Joe," like she sees that, and she's like, "You need that's not okay," and he goes, "No offense to the faggots, but your brother is a faggot." And I wrote, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I love no offense to the faggots. You're like, none taken. None taken. Go off, queen. Yeah. Slay, bitch. Slay, none taken, honey. You say it. Preach. I love no offense to this, the faggots. I'm, I, what the fuck? I have, like your I was kids actually, are hearing this. I know. Your I was children like actually, are there. I was actually just like I I felt like actually nauseous watching this scene because it was because he when he says it it's like he like he means it in a hateful way yeah and I I I, I literally wrote I'm gonna fucking kill you (laughs) kill him (laughs) I'm not actually but the The fact that he has his wife's brother's name in his phone book is that is unbelievable it's so violent and in front of his children. Like in front of those girls who he knows like Gia loves her uncle and like he's saying it in front of these strange people that are just sitting there with like devil's advocate grins on their faces. Defending him. His one friend deciphers the text messages and he's like, Joe was just, you know, Joe Judice was just saying like he should always be supporting you, Tree. I was like, no, that's not what he said. No. He said he was going to break his jaw. Yeah. And he's like calling, he's like threatening him, like physical violence and all because like Joe, like Joe Gorga was like, don't be a stupid ass or something like that. And he was like, you called me a stupid ass. Just like, you are a stupid ass. You are stupid. You're an idiot. You just, you just threw yourself on the ground and broke a tooth out. I, (laughs) I cannot believe he has someone's name in his phone as faggot. That's wild. I love it's great though knowing like what karma befalls him in the end. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, like you like if I I don't even think I could continued watching the show at the time because it was just like, whoa, this is dark. But like now in retrospect, it's like it all worked out. I think this was like the moment Tree really truly knew she didn't love him anymore. Yeah. Or just knew that it's like it really is either him or her kids, my kids or my brother. Like I can't have both. There's no room for all of these people. This made me, I actually was in pain for Teresa. Like I felt in this moment, you could, she looked like she was on the verge of tears and she looked deeply hurt by what he did to his, her brother. Yeah. And then also you see the like grand, like, the web of allegiances where he goes, don't you go against me with your brother because you know where that's going to get you. Like basically just saying to her, like, you can never take his side against me or like I'll make your life hell, which is like yeah, what was in he... a lose-lose situation. It felt almost vaguely threatening with her with something. Yeah. It just like, you like... know what happens when you go against me. I was like, bitch, what? Yeah. I wrote threat. With an exclamation yeah, point. Yeah. It is. Yeah. 
And he's and the fact that he's doing this in front of guests is like astounding. That's abusive. Because imagine what it's like when no one's there. Yeah. And then Joe says that the the where it all originated from, like his hatred of Joey Gorga was because Joey was like friendly with Teresa's ex. Like back when they were all like kids. And then tries to shame Teresa being like, yeah, and then I broke up with her. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take the two of them. But then she came back to me. I didn't go back to her. Like trying to put her down or saying like he didn't want to be in this marriage. It's just like really gross behavior. And then he goes, and then my mother, her hair got pulled at the christening. (laughs) I was like, Philomena was thrown down, Joe. Locked someone in the face. She asked for her hair to get pulled. Yeah, your mom like tried to brawl, and someone just like (laughs) had to yank her off of like an innocent. And then these Jersey women who are inexplicably at the Judice's house, one of them gets her hair got pulled, and that like cuts like the three like Jersey broads that are like bearing witness to this domestic dispute. And I was just like, who are these women? I don't know who any of them were. There's this one guy who has no hair and he's like, he looks like a reptilian. He looks like a reptilian. He is a reptilian overlord. And then they were like all, they were all like the devil's advocate demons. (laughs) They were, they were true. I just rewatched devil's advocate again this weekend. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's so good. It's so good. But they're like creepy faces when they're like kind of smile at you and like they're the women are in the fitting room like trying on like beautiful clothes and it's like yeah. <laughs> they are yeah. literally devil's advocate women. Her hair got pulled. Her hair got pulled. It's like, like mm-hmm. this this whole scene was just truly fall of Rome. Mm-hmm. The crumbling mask of the castle. Mask of the Red Death. Yeah. Joe hurling his body across a mat to just like headbutt into the floor. I'll never forget that. And Gia's scream of terror. And then Joe goes, he and I will fight to the end of time about him and Joe Gorga. Great. To the end of time. All right. Well, Till the end of time. It's like, what are you, like, timekeepers? Yeah, like, why do you have to fight till the end of time? Time, with the why. Time. Time. Parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. <laughs> we have this. We will fight. We'll fight till the end of time. We'll fight until the end of time, he and I. Marone. Marone. <sighs> Well, this saga of family drama never ends. Does it just go on and on like this for more and more seasons until like yeah. Teresa and Joe finally go to jail? Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. They are they ask Ron Jay asks a lot of its viewers. It asks Teresa's on for two for more like, seasons and then huge- she goes to jail. So she's not in season six, and then she comes back. Like, this is an emotionally... Like, you have to do emotional labor to watch Roan J. Yeah, it's it's very hard for me to watch. It's Especially for, this... Yeah. The last ten minutes of that episode, I was like, What? 
when he slammed his own head on the floor, I was triggered. I was having like memories float in and out of like past alcoholism moments from like childhood being like, no. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's not over yet. There's more to come. <laughs> more to come. Stay Aren't with us. All these people all go on vacation together after this. Yeah. Do heads roll or do they have a fun time? Heads roll. There's a retreat the Gorgas go on in the next season where heads fucking roll. Mm-hmm. Physically. They have, there's a brawl. There's another brawl. Okay. Yeah. But this, I, I think Pucci is just I can't tense. help myself. I just can't, can't help, help myself. myself. Ha! <laughs> ha! This makes well, Bob look like a walk in the fucking park. Ugh. No wonder she was scared. <laughs> I'd be terrified. Well. Well, stay tuned. Stay safe. Stay safe. Get tested. Get tested if you can. If you can. Oh, I want to recommend I want to mm. recommend the movie The Old Guard on Netflix with Charlize Theron. Oh my god, is that good? Incredible. It's so fun. It's like silly, but it's so fun. It's fuck it. It's just a great action movie. Okay. And she's like just like powerful energy. Like I always. For Charlie's. And then Palm Springs with Andy Samberg. That was actually good. Simulati. It's pretty funny. Okay. I suggest it. I Good suggest it. I'm just been... continuing to suggest I may destroy you. Mm-hmm. We all know. If you don't know by now, you just, you'll find it eventually or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm rewatch. I'm watching Dexter, which I never watched. Oh, I never watched it either. I'm sucked in. I binged the whole first season this weekend and then now I'm like in it. I'm like, get it. I'm truly, it's like I look forward to it. I'm like, I got to squeeze in a couple ups of Dexter when I can. And it feels good to be like back in the clutches of something that I can just like binge. Yeah, I'm watching The Walking Dead from the beginning. I've never seen it. And because mm-hmm. I watched Fear of the Walking Dead for like three or four seasons and then I got bad. Yeah. Um, not bad. Just like I just. You were over it. I was just over it. But Walking Dead is. It's good. Just fun. To, just turn it on. Just watch it. Yeah. Dexter's making me want to move to Miami. I'm like, maybe Miami's no. where it can all happen for me. Not right now. No. <laughs> There's nowhere oh, to go. Let me just say, I think it's really fucking foolish that Disney World in Orlando has opened. And I shout out to anyone who has to work there right now. Aren't people, We're with like, you. dying? Yeah, I think people are, like, getting really sick. And I heard, I read some article about a transportation driver from uh, Universal Studios who died of it. It was on event. So, like, just be really safe. And if you're gonna, if you need to go to Disney World to feel, like, excitement right now, like, just to feel, like, hope again, like, during a pandemic, then I really want you to evaluate some things. That's Who just all I have to say. Fuck right now wants to go to Disney World. People. That's people, the a lot last, of people. That's truly the last place that I would want to go. A lot of people. 
That just makes no sense to me. It's like if everyone, it's like, I mean, I know I was going to say it's like if you knew people got like crazy food poisoning from a restaurant, but you went there anyways, but that argument has no legs because I've dined at Sir multiple times. Same. Just, just be heads up if you, if you really need to go to Disney World right now, like and love you, and light to you. If you really but, need to go to Disney World and touch things that two million other people have touched before you and like have that, put all that their day. shit on that day, just go to like, just go touch all the doorknobs in your neighborhood, like, j- and rub your eyes. Like, w- that's basically the equivalent. <laughs> Like, you actually don't have to spend the money to go to Disney World. You'll have a, you can have Mr. Toad's Wild Ride all on your own. Also, that traumatizing video they released, like, welcome home, all wearing masks. Mm. Why? Just a lot of terrible things in the last week. I don't trust it. I don't either. Anyway, follow Lara at, um, Lara's Marie. At, at <laughs> Helen Hunt. At HelenHunt.com. And follow and me at. Follow Carrie. Naomi Watts on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, take care of yourselves. Bye bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant Glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. 
you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.